Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with my dear friend and the guy that wears literally every hat in the world, Austin Mills. You see, I got, I got it on. <laughs> He's I wearing one. On. Okay, Austin. No cap. Yeah, literally no cap. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've been trying to get you forever. You're a busy guy, and I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm not that busy, but... Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm busy, but not that busy. Okay. Anyway, um, tell me a little bit about yourself, like in an elevator pitch. I, I, I feel like I would explain it, but there's so many things. Um, basketball player turned content creator. Got it. Uh, my family is in real estate, so mm-hmm. I work in real estate a little bit. Uh, because I have been a content creator since the beginning, I started to work with companies um, as an advisor slash investor from kind of. Early, early on. Love. Um, and um, hosting kind of just has always been my biggest passion, hosting mm-hmm. and producing. And once I started to build my social in college, the NBA reached out and I started working with the NBA as a host. So cool. And then kind of production came with it. So now we're mm-hmm. doing all that. So were you like screaming, crying, throwing up when the NBA reached out to you? Was that like a dream? For so you? it was really weird because content creators weren't a thing. Yeah, right? it was when like we weird. Were, You're weird. Exactly. Like yeah. Instagram was brand new. <laughs> I was literally posting Instagrams with friends. Like, I had it was no, embarrassing. Right. I had no plan yeah. on being any sort of creator, and it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was playing basketball at Baylor, and I made a basketball video one time when my friends came to visit me, and it went nuts on YouTube, on Instagram, on Instagram, and uh, I just kept doing it, kind of like once a week, mm-hmm. and people on campus started saying like, "Hey, saw your video," and I was like, "What is like what?" is going on this is so strange <laughs> and then um right before i graduated i was kind of trying to figure out should i go play basketball what should i do and the nba literally sent me a dm an employee from the nba sent me a dm and was like hey i work for the nba we have this thing coming up would love to have you and i at first was like a little suspicious you're about like, it. I was like sus ah, i don't know if this is real mm-hmm. uh it was real and then that's crazy uh, yeah flew out there and did my first thing with them and, and have been doing stuff ever since where'd you fly to we went to Chicago for the NBA Combine. Oh my gosh! And did so a bunch fun. of like interactive stuff with the players and content for social, and it was very new to them and to us. So uh-huh. we were all kind of figuring it out together. What do you think about college players getting NIL deals now? Are you like so annoyed that you couldn't do that? Very annoyed. <laughs> yes, absolutely very annoyed. But I do think it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, colleges were making so much money off of our likeness—not as much me, but the better guys on our team. Yeah. 
Um, and so now for people to have that opportunity, like for me in college, I wasn't the best guy on the team. I wasn't going to play in the NBA, but I had social and I had ways to make money on social. Mm -hmm. So now not only can the best players also make money before they get to those leagues, but there's other players on the team that can also take advantage of that. Also, most of the time, I feel like it's like the not best player that's like, you know, a little bit more spicy. Right. They're better on camera. Like, right. I, I feel like I know so many basketball players that are just more quiet to themselves, right. like man a few words, which is so fine. But it's like normally that, you know, player that's just there to have a good time and also adds some value on the court. Like that's what it makes a good social media person. There's that one. We actually had a, uh, I was technically considered a recruited walk-on. And mm -hmm. so I was in a group of other walk-ons across the country. <laughs> And it was literally a WhatsApp group. And yeah. so we would all talk about like the funny shit we would do like on the bench during a game and like waving our That's towels like or doing. That's like good meme like yeah. social media. Like people eat that up on the internet. 100%. And mm -hmm. there's also that kid from Ohio State now that's like really big on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Jimmy. you've seen him. Jimmy, Jimmy Soto. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. yes. I don't think he's like a super high yeah. like, I don't think he... recruit. Yeah. I don't yeah. think. I don't but, but he's probably making more money than all of them. He's killing it. Yeah. And will exactly. kill it after college. I think he just graduated, actually. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so interesting. I oh, there's also that kid who my brother was just telling me about him because he's kind of like in the NIL agent. He's like an agent for NIL players, and um, he this guy played. I want to say for like Iowa or something, but he lives here now, and he's on TikTok. I haven't I, seen him. I literally have to text my brother because you're going to be like, oh my God, I know. If you don't know him, you need to become friends with him. Uh, is it Jordan? Yes. Yes. He just texted me. Jordan. Jordan Maccabee. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. McCabe, McCabe, McCabe. McCabe, yeah, 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 McCabe. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, I forgot. Yeah, um, yeah. He's does really good, he does a really good job so too. So I actually did something with Jordan because uh, I went out to Vegas for the big three. They had a bunch of content mm -hmm. creators come out and Jordan plays at UNLV, was already in Vegas. So I had him come out. And just kind of hang in. Got it. Maybe he's dude. from Iowa or something originally. He's from West Virginia. Oh, I'm just... Or seeing... played at West Virginia. I don't, I don't know. I'm making okay. stuff anyway. up. But my brother <laughs> played AAU with him. And I oh, was like... Nice. Yeah, looking back, it's like... I, wouldn't you have loved to watch someone playing AAU, like vlogging their yeah. whole entire experience? Yeah. That could have been you. I was doing that actually when I was at Pepperdine <laughs> my first two years. I oh, was really? vlogging everything. I just wasn't like editing and uploading and stuff, but I was filming everything. That's sick. That's cool. You should make like a compilation of the old vlogs. I have to find it. <laughs> no idea where <laughs> Or it just is. for you to have. That would right. be cool. Right. Okay. So now you've kind of made your way into more like the entertainment. Right. What? Tell me about this new show that you are on E! So, so sick. I've always wanted to be a host for a network like that. Mm -hmm. E has been a dream of mine since I was a kid. I used to watch Seacrest and um, Jason Kennedy and all those people on E. So I auditioned for something at E and didn't get that, but kept in touch with the people at E and was always super close with them. And, you mm -hmm. know, if any other opportunity comes about, I would love to, you know, audition again or hear about it, whatever. And so another opportunity came about. I was talking to them about creating more original content on YouTube, mm -hmm. which they don't have as much original content. And so that was a big thing for me as I was like, let's crush original content mm -hmm. on your platform. And they have so many cool connects. Right. Yeah. Right. So they approached me with a opportunity for a car show on E, which so cool. I thought was a great opportunity for mm -hmm. myself. And they asked me to create something with me behind camera so they could see what I looked like. And basically went out and created a full pilot with um, my production company mm -hmm. and showed them the pilot and they loved the pilot so much that they picked us up for me as a host and our production as well. Whoa, yeah. I did not know that's how you got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wait, I, we need to break this down. So you have a production company? Yeah, so started a production company basically because ever since I got into the social game and started doing brand deals and ads and all that kind of, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, I was like, I need to have good content creators behind my, yeah. you know, on, on my team that are allowing me to create the best content. Yeah. So, Ever since then, I realized the importance of the production aspect. Yeah. And so now we're going to start to make like actual pilots for Netflix and Hulu and all this. Sick. All Wait, so yeah. if you could people like hire your production company? Yeah. I mean, things? technically right now, what we're doing, our approach is like me as a host, come mm -hmm. up with our own concept, create a full pilot or a sizzle and pitch that to networks. Got it. Um, but yes, technically, if someone came to us with a really good idea, we could. I'm like selfishly asking, <laughs> can I use your production company? <laughs> okay. So then you, you just took matters into your own hands and you were like, okay, yeah. I'm going to make my own production company you made a pilot and you weren't the host i was the host yeah oh, you were yeah. you were the host and then did you send that 
show or was it an episode too? It was basically a copy of an episode of what an episode would look like. Uh-huh. And yeah, who so was the who was the person you were interviewing? Carter Sharer, who's a YouTuber. I don't know if you okay. know him, but he was a client of ours actually for real estate. So this is kind of how everything oh my always gosh. comes full circle. Yeah. I got connected with him for real estate. We were showing him property back mm-hmm. in the day and I hit him back up because I knew he had a crazy car collection. I was like, hey, would you want to be on oh. a pilot? He's like, yeah, sure. Shot the pilot. And our whole thing was we'll half-ass this when we can crush it yeah. and create something awesome. And then you just went to E and sent it to them? Yeah, because they asked for, you know, something. I don't think they expected that, but I sent them the full episode. And I was like, hey, we kind of went above and beyond, and I hope you guys like it. Uh-huh. They loved it. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is such a cool story. I love yeah. that you, like, took matters into your own hands because I feel like a lot of people just wait for things to be served to them on a silver platter. Right. It's not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. No matter who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Okay, cool. How much like of your time and effort did that take? I'm sure that took a long ass time. Yeah, it, it takes a long time. Um, I'm not behind the scenes doing the editing and all that stuff. That's the stuff that's like really takes a long time. But you're probably paying for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're there's a lot that goes. There's a lot of planning. <laughs> there's a lot of like renting equipment. There's a lot that goes into the whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it took a, a decent amount of time. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm really impressed by this. Thanks. In my head, I was like, oh, he's Austin Mills. He probably just like got asked to be on the show. (laughs) Like, no, that the entertainment world is uh, people don't realize it is a tough world. And to break into that world takes a long time and takes a lot of like grit because you're going to get shot down. Um, It's a process for sure. Yeah. How did you even get your uh, original audition with E? So I actually had. my whole thing about today's world is everyone kind of knows each other and the best way to get opportunities is to get out there, put your face out there and mm-hmm. have good relationships. And well, so you're the king of that. I literally <laughs> see you everywhere I go. <laughs> well, that's the biggest thing in today's world is like yeah. everyone is is one step away, especially mm-hmm. with LinkedIn and mutual friends and Instagram. DM, I mean, yeah. Instagram shows you who follows who and who's friends with yeah. who. So it's like Everyone is one step away. It's a giant web. Right. And so 90% of my time goes to like going to dinners, going to events, meeting people, hanging with people. Mm -hmm. I just went to New York this weekend for one of my best friends just got traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Awesome. And he was like, I want to have a good weekend before the, you know, before the season starts. And a bunch of us are going to be hanging out. So we went out there and. A bunch of us were hanging out, you know, got to meet a bunch of cool people and have a great weekend. So. Future people for your show, which is a show that are right. car- I'm sure they have crazy car collections. Right. Who in the NBA has the craziest car collection, you think? That's a good question. Um, I don't know, honestly. I uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, who is a buddy of mine from like growing up from childhood, has okay. some pretty crazy cars, like million dollar cars. I feel like it's always the guy you like Loki wouldn't expect. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else... I know LeBron has some crazy ones. Okay. But most of the like top, top guys are are pretty private. Yeah. They wouldn't want to show there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in speaking of cars, do you are you a big car guy? Big car guy. Um I've probably had maybe eight cars since I was sixteen. Oh wow. Years. Yeah. Twelve years, six cars. That's a lot of cars. cars. Something like that. Just mm-hmm. like always trying to find like you know, deal here, Got buy it. it cheap, keep it for a year, sell it. Uh-huh. Like my last car, I made a couple grand on and drove it for like a little over a year. Oh, that's great. Is, so that's what I try to do. It doesn't always work, but uh-huh. that's the plan. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is Liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave Liquid IV. Like, the lemon-lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it, and it's just so good. Like, a nice, cold, crisp glass of Liquid IV. Oh my gosh, mwah! 
Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. I want to play a little game okay. that I made up. It's called Starting Five. Okay. Very on theme with the basketball here. Right. Love it. So I thought we would do a few categories, and you would tell me your starting five for these categories. So the first one is your starting five, but drinks. So like my point guard would probably be like a tequila soda. Okay. My center might be like an espresso martini. Okay, got or it. Or maybe got a Corona, it. like a beer. Got it, got it. Do you know it. what I mean? Yep. Okay, so my starting five would probably be like espresso martini, tequila soda, um, the Corona, maybe a margarita, and okay. hmm, let me think of something else. What else is like exciting? Maybe like a shot. Okay, all right. <laughs> I like that. I, I, mine's going to be kind of boring because it's going to be kind of like yours. Okay. I would have to say tequila soda, espresso martini with tequila. Uh, yes. Yeah. What do we call that? Is there a name for that? No, but we should make one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it needs to be like, and there needs to be a name for it. Tespresso martini. Boom. Tespresso martini. That was awful. Uh, margarita's in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moscow mule. Ooh. With tequila, and last but not least, mojito with tequila. Whoa. Okay, big tequila yeah. guy. What's your favorite tequila? Uh. So I just discovered this tequila called Mandala. Uh-huh. Best tequila you'll ever have in your life. What is that? It's pricey. Okay. Definitely has a pr- <laughs> very pricey price to it. How but, much is it? So the most expensive one, the one that I I was at an after party, it was on the it was on the table. With all the guys. This, this guy's yeah. like, you gotta try it. I'm like, sure, whatever. You gotta impress him to be on your like, car show. Yeah. Holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> uh the expensive one's like two hundred bucks. So oh, okay. not like outrageous, but it's pricey for tequila. Yeah. That's like forty two. Right, right, a little, yeah, bit, a little yeah, more. Yeah. But uh, I love Clas Azul. Oh, me too. Um, so good. Of the cheaper tequilas, uh, Los Ciento tequila, I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casamigos, I like a lot. Love Casamigos. Um, Do you like eight one eight? Have you had it? Uh, I've had it. I don't love it. I mean, it's okay. I kind of like it. It's kind of sweet. Drink it. I would yeah. drink it. Not like a gigantic fan. Okay, I would drink it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is it called? Ma- Mandala. Mandala. Okay, I need to try that out. Is it a like cool bottle? It's a very cool bottle. It's kind of like they make like special edition bottles for everything. Oh, yeah. sickening! It's really cool. Okay, that's your starting five for drinks. What about for? I know you're a DJ, so what about your starting five uh, party songs? Oh shh, that's really hard. Um, I literally, I know one of them. You're gonna say what? Give me, give me, Abba. Uh, yeah, I mean, you love that song. But that one sh- like shuts down the party every time. Oh really? Time. You oh, think? Oh yeah, like that. That brings up the energy in every club we play in. So no matter what. Quick question or tangent in regard or in regards to that. Do you play that when it's like people are kind of like in their like slump era, like of the party? Or no, do you know what I mean? Yeah, or when kinda, do you play that? When's right. the best time? It's kind of like we'll build up to it. So we'll start with some hip hop, and then we play like a little bit more fun hip hop. So that's peak. 
party. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You play yeah. it oh, instead that's peak of party. Like, oh, okay. No, no, that's peak party. What song do you play when it's like, eh? Like so, that's probably like when it's kind of eh, and it, okay. you know, you're like, oh, maybe the room needs a little something. You want to play something that everyone knows, and so what you will usually do is like kind of bring it in out of nowhere. And it's probably Can't Tell Me Nothing, Kanye West, because you get the la, Whoa, la, yeah. la, and then everyone gets all excited. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, like, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> that's a good one. But that one can also be hit or miss in the club. Like, Re- oh, yeah, that's because, true. Because, you know, some, half people want hip-hop, half don't. A yeah. lot of people like Kanye, old Kanye. Okay. Kind of resonates with everyone. Yeah, I feel like you guys are DJing a lot of, like, like club it's very club. Like cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are trying to get more into like big stage dance yeah. music. That's what we really want to do. But again, you got to build. Got it. There. Got it. Okay. So what would be your top five party songs? Uh, starting five. Starting five. I'll go Can't Tell Me Nothing. I'll okay. go um, Gimme Gimme. I'll go Love Tonight is a really good one. Oh, yeah. Gets the feels oh, going. Yeah. Okay. Really gets the good feels one. going. Really uh, easy to learn the words. Probably, I would have to say like a Drake, like, um, oh my God, why am I going blank on the song right now? Everybody get your motherfucking wrong. Oh, um, uh, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Wait. Um, I had a long weekend. My brain is not functioning. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Nice what for what? Nice yes, for what? nice for what? Oh my God. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. I nice couldn't for either. What? I was like... What? Yeah, uh, nice for what? And you know what's my number five right now that what? crushes? What? Is I'm good. The BB Rexa and uh, oh, David Guetta, I'm the new good one. Yes. And I'm feeling Because everyone, oh, like, you, you know, on TikTok, it's, it's yes. like all the like feels videos. So yes. when we play it, everyone's like, it's just like romanticizing your life. Yeah, it's okay. The feels. Wait, did you say five? I think that was five, right? Okay, what? so which one would be your like point guard? Point guard, uh, like running the show, would probably be uh, Gimme Gimme. Okay. That's like running the show. And what would be like your shooting, shooting guard? guard? I would say is probably Can't Tell Me Nothing because that gets everyone kind of kind of going. What would be your center? Um, center, you need someone to like do your dirty work. And dirty work would probably have to be um, my, my Drake song. Okay. Nice um, for what? Small forward would probably have to be gimme gimme because just like most okay. versatile. Okay. And then uh, power forward was love tonight. Just okay. Uh, yeah. Solid. Wow. Yeah. I love this. Okay. Next one is <laughs> restaurants. I know you're a big foodie. Oh, starting so five. Hard. What are your starting five? At least I could be five <sighs> options, not one. Right. Right. Um, okay. Craig's. So Craig's is in there for sure. <laughs> I, know, I know you. Craig's is in there. Okay. Like, I would say Craig's is Craig's is my favorite, like social wise. Mm-hmm. It's a sceny place. Very sceny place, mm-hmm. but it's just like a good vibe. That's where I met Austin. Yes, Craig's. That, that is where we met. Mm-hmm. Greg Goodfried. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Greg. Greg. Uh, we said it at the same time. Um, <laughs> so Craig's would have to be like my, probably my small forward. You okay. Kind of just versatile guy rely right you can rely on it my point guard who's holding it all down okay would probably have to be marvin have you had marvin no marvin beverly boulevard is one of my favorite what is food that spots it's like french italian best bolognese in town in my opinion wait really yeah okay i'm gonna have to go there yeah uh shooting guard another guy to like put the ball in the basket mm-hmm. uh would probably have to be felix okay felix? i've heard of it it's is in venice in... okay italian Phenomenal. Love this. Um, center would probably have to be Nobu Malibu. Just, <laughs> okay. you know, doing the dirty work. You can go whenever, any time of the day. Beautiful vibes. And then uh, power forward would have to be, um, shoot, one left, huh? I have a feeling. I know what you're going to say, but I don't know. What? Bavel. No. Oh, my or God. Bestia. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't mention Bestia. Bestia is. Bestia. Yeah, you love Bestia. Bestia is definitely in there. Bestia is one of the tops for me. For so sure. what would that be? What did you? I'm not gonna have say? to switch Bestia to my point guard and okay, put Marvin whoa. at my power forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bestia is okay. my favorite food in the city. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. For okay, sure. I still haven't been there. Oh, you have to. And it's I live downtown. It it's is like... a must. Okay. Okay. Good to know. What do you get there? I get the bone marrow pasta. It's the number one thing in the entire world. Okay. Literally melts in your mouth. It's insane. Have you been to Bavel? I have been. Okay, I've heard that's great too. It's very good. I don't like Mediterranean as much as I like like French and Italian. Italian. Food, so, okay, yeah. copy. All right, cool. Well, that was fun. 
That was great. Yeah, you, you did a great job. And you guys should try all those restaurants. Bestia. Okay, Bestia. <sighs> my favorite party song, though, going back to the party songs, I my oh, favorite we didn't song. Hear yours. No, it's okay. My my favorite song of all time is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's a great song. But like, I know that's not in the club, really. It, my only problem is it's very wedding. <laughs> yeah, you it know? does give wedding. It, it gives very it's wedding. It's very white. It's very white. It's yeah. very wedding. So it's like, ah, it's a little hard to play. But it's so cute. It's and so it's like, cute. It's happy. It's, it's good with happy. like adults. We have a good remix of it, which we play once in a while. Love. Okay, but I don't know that that would be in my like, like party. I love um, Party Up by DMX. Great song. <laughs> I love that song. That song gets the club going. I also love the song... I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's like the y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. What's That's that song? Party up. Same song. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> what did I mean? Wait. <laughs> Wait. It's okay. It's okay. You really like the song. No, I love that song. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have it in my favorites. Wait. I'm so embarrassing. This one. I think it's Waka Flocka. Oh, I go hard in the mother. No. Uh, no hands, girl. The way you move. No. Uh, this is so embarrassing. How do I not know my favorite party song? And all the bangers. I don't know what. I know. Last night was a movie. This is my um, playlist name. <laughs> I have a good playlist. Oh, you know what else I love? Beauty and a Beat. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oh, and God. And Nicki Minaj. Jesus. <laughs> Actually, Baby kind of goes off for us sometimes. We'll play a little Baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, wait, what is this song? It's going to drive me nuts. You know what else I love? Oh, Grove Street Party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How does that go? That's... Grove Street. It's yeah, a party. It's a, whole, it's yeah. a party. It's a, yeah, yeah. We play that okay. one too. We play that, that one's one too. so similar to that party. That one's up. like when we play like no hand, like girl the way you move it. We play that. We play Grove, Grove Street Party. We kind of play those like back to back. Got it. Got it. Those got are it. A couple, I also like, love Knife Talk by Drake. Knife Talk is good. We play Knife Talk. Uh-huh. It's a little bit like on the slower side, but yeah, we mix it in. Agreed. Agreed. This is like more like pregame stuff. Except right. Party Up is a good like club song. No, we play all this in the clubs. Um, and I love Peppas. Peppas is oh I love Pe- that song. Peppas is another one that bangs for us. Dang it, yeah. I forgot that one. Do That's you guys ever five. play Mo Bamba? We play that one. Okay, that, that one's, one's like, like very up and down. You know, it's like people love in the beginning, it slows for a little bit, it bangs again. Got it. It's just like the and chorus is good, and then you get out of it. Yeah. I also love um the way I are Timbaland. That's an oldie. I love that song. That's an old- see that one's like hit or miss because so- some people in the club are like yes, and then some people in the club are like TikTokers and don't know it. Okay, see, I'm always requesting though, like Hannah Montana, and you never play it. It's really annoying. Um, those are tough. <laughs> those are, those are. T- <laughs> depends on the crowd. It depends on the place. Okay, next time though, we have to play. I know your basketball player friends will love it. Okay, sometimes yeah. T Swift goes off. Depending on the Which place. Which song? Like 22? I don't know. Yeah, you. yeah, 22. Okay. Or like uh, Blank Space. Or um, what's the big one? The really big one. Um, oh, You Belong With yes, Me. Yes, yep, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Do you ever like, what's your go-to um, saying like when you have the mic? Are you like, Los Angeles, put your motherfucking hands yeah, together. It's like, kind of like, usually it'll be like, take a shot. Um, so you're like, Los Angeles, take a shot right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll be like. Listen, if you haven't had enough, time to take a shot. Okay. Like, time to turn up. Yeah. You know, we're just getting started. Raise your motherfucking glass right now. I feel yeah, like that's what they yeah. say. <laughs> it's always mother effing. I try like, to stay, put your motherfucking hands I together. I try to stay away from what everyone else says as much as possible. I try to okay. say stuff that's like a little bit different. Sometimes I'll like call people out and be like, you know, I see you taking that from the bottle or, okay. you know, just call it or maybe something funny about something someone's You're kind doing. of like a soul cycle instructor up there. Yes. Calling people out. It's getting giving people soul hype. <laughs> <laughs> Getting them excited. What else do you say? Like, what do you say that's so unique? Um, I can't give it away. I feel like you have to, like, come to a show to okay. see it, you know? Wow, I don't want to give it all away. Okay. Um, let's go back to all the hats you wear. Okay. Real estate. Explain to me why you're even interested. Obviously, I know your family is like, your mom's a beast when it comes to real estate. How did she get into it? Did she kind of want you to do real estate? Were you always in the world? 
Tell yeah. me. So when I was a kid, um, it was it, it was always really cool to watch my parents because mm-hmm. they both grew together mm-hmm. and they were never, neither one of them were super successful in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so when I was born, they were kind of just getting started. In real estate. In real estate. And you were born and raised in LA? In West Hollywood. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, we, we, uh, we definitely had a very like humble, you know, for sure fortunate, mm-hmm. um, but a smaller house in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. me and my brothers and sisters and my parents. Um, How many siblings do you have? I have three. Okay. Uh, three half. Amazing. Um, and so I just got to watch my parents like hustle and grind. The first 16 years, first 14 years of my life, we moved 16 times. Whoa. And it was all within the city. It was all within like West Hollywood. Because of and the real Beverly estate like, yes. career? Okay. So my parents would buy a house and fix it up and sell it. And then maybe up the price a little bit, buy mm-hmm. a house, fix it and sell And just kind of built and grew. Okay. You with the cars energy. Right, exactly. (laughs) And so that was really cool to watch. And I saw them just on their grind. And so that has always kind of been something for me. Like, I want to grind like Mm -hmm. they did. Um, My mom has always wanted all of us to be in real estate and work with her and work together, which is part of the reason why I got my license. Other reason why I got my license was because I had a lot of friends that were in L.A. that wanted to buy houses. Mm -hmm. And so my mom is known for being just like honest and she's incredible honest the most integrity Mm -hmm. and so my whole thing is i would just intro people to her and i do all the dirty work show them all the houses and she would do all the actual transactions got it and things that actually matter in the deal Mm -hmm. um and so we just started working together and obviously i loved spending time with her and with my family and so we kind of fell into it she's always wanted me to be in real estate it's not really my passion so i do it to spend time with her and to help my friends but Mm-hmm. Not something I want to do long term. Not for the check at all. Listen, the money is good, but you can make money doing anything. Yeah. Especially in Los Angeles, there's a thousand ways to make money, and I'd mm-hmm. rather make money the way that I want to make money. Copy. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Um, you refer to your parents grinding. Yes. What do you? Can you expand on that? Like, what did you see them doing that like no one really knows, or like? You know, what are people doing behind the scenes that's like really actually hard? And I guess watching that from the very beginning, like what did you learn from that? So my mom actually has a story that she has told us before, which Mm -hmm. is uh, it's sad, but it's inspiring is my mom was a single mom at the time her husband had passed, Mm -hmm. uh, which is when she met my dad. But she was door knocking with my little sister, my older sister, but she was little at the time. Going from door to door in Beverly Hills, just knocking on people's doors saying- This is when she was single. Here's my card, yes. Oh my gosh, okay. And um, that's how she got started. And the first time she ever got like really shut down, the person like slammed the door in her face. And my sister started crying. My sister was like a little girl and started bawling crying. And so they were like crying together and she had no listings at the time, no no, no mm-hmm. clients at the time. And like a couple weeks later, she got a call on like a big listing. And, she, and that was literally from going out and door knocking, which wow. people don't really do anymore because- a lot of people are kind of privileged now. Yeah. And um, she, that's how she got started. And that's the story she kind of always tells us. And so from that point on, I was like, there's always a way to make it. Because mm-hmm. now she's like one of the biggest in the world. Mm-hmm. And so she went from literally having no clients to being the biggest in the world just from being a bigger hustler and being honest. What do you think made her the biggest in like the country? Like. Uh- yeah. What what are the qualities about her that like made her So another little so quick story I'll tell you which is okay. gives you an idea of who she is. She's really well known for being honest and mm-hmm. being loyal and having integrity. And the number one story I tell is we were driving up the street one day and her client lives on the same street as my parents. My dad and I are driving and her client kind of like waves at us and flags us down. And she's like I just wanted to tell you I went to your wife to sell my house like I want to say 8 10 years ago. And I was going to downsize to a condo and your wife told me not to sell my house, mm-hmm. which would have been a commission for my mom, not to sell my house, to keep my house. And it's going to go up in value because this area is very valuable. Mm-hmm. She said the house at the time was probably two million bucks. Now the house is worth 10. Oh, my gosh. And she said, because of your mom, I listened to your mom and she's an older woman. She said, I put your mom in my will, <gasps> which is crazy. Oh, my yeah. God. Craziest story, craziest story I've ever heard from wow, her. Wow, what a commission! But, <laughs> but it goes to show, like yeah. that is who she is. She didn't care about yeah. making another shell. She actually cared about looking out for. Her mm-hmm. client. I feel like also that's like it's far and few between to find people that are genuinely real with you in LA to begin with. So yeah. like someone that's like 
could make a bang for their buck off of you and choose not to is like, it's huge. Well, in today's world too, everyone's trying to be a realtor. And so everyone just thinks it's just, oh, I'm going to get a client and sell them Mm -hmm. a house. And most of these agents will sell anyone anything, even if it's fucking falling apart. Yeah. So it's a very important part of having someone represent you too. Mm -hmm. So do you think that just because of her like integrity and just personality and overall trust like that's what's gotten her the big like celebrity clients because I know she just made a really big sale to yeah. like a really big someone yeah. that I like saw on the internet yeah 100% um, we're not sure how those things get out seriously because they're not supposed to get out mm-hmm. um, she signs like crazy things saying that she won't say anything usually it's like a friend of the buyer mm-hmm. you know will it'll get out somehow that oh. they bought the house but well I always think it's so crazy how public buying a house is like yeah, that's why everyone tries to keep it so private. Yeah. Especially the celebrities don't want people knowing where they're no. living. And now you can, with it's Google so Maps, in, all you can so see everything. It's so invasive, but yeah. like it literally is on my Instagram feed, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All over Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah not ideal for us. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I also know a lot of like celebrities and friends of mine that have purchased homes like under a different business made, name they yes. like completely made up and people still find it out. Which is crazy. It's insane. Because technically you could just type it in on Google and it'll come up. Mm-hmm. But if you put it under like an LLC or something, it helps hide it. But the fact that people still find out. Yeah, nuts. that's happened to a lot of my friends, which is pretty bananas. But OK, so moral of the story is real estate isn't your passion. Right. Is it hosting? Hosting and producing is for sure my passion. OK, what yeah. do you mean producing? So making the shows as well as, you know, like having the creative concepts, mm-hmm. actually having my production company make the shows like that is the whole I want to have the whole package on the show instead of just coming on and being mm-hmm. like just the host got it yeah. so would your dream be having your own like talk show or what, what 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 does that entail yeah number one thing for me would for sure be having my own either daytime or nighttime talk show that has always been number mm-hmm. one for me Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Fallon I love Jimmy Fallon I mean James Court like those yeah. are like my idols that is the that's the goal that's the dream mm-hmm. and why haven't you like started I mean, I know you're doing the E! News show, but I'm like, why? it's mind-boggling me you don't have, like, a podcast show. Yeah, I've kind of built everything from scratch for seven years now. Okay. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Mm -hmm. just building everything from scratch. And so my thing is now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, if I'm going to do a podcast, it's going to be with a serious or with someone who's going to provide a platform and Mm -hmm. a paycheck. (laughs) Something You still totally could do that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely something that's in the works mm-hmm. for sure. There's I a couple shows some... in the works. There's podcasts in the works. There's a couple of things that, again, in entertainment, these things take forever. Um, I've been working on a show that has been like two, three years in the works now. It's finally starting to take some steps, mm-hmm. but it it takes time. What is like an audition process for a host look like? Like, is it a self tape? Uh, there are self tapes, um, depending on the show, they'll have you in studio and they'll have you basically do like a sample of what the show may be. Mm -hmm. And the one I did for E, for example, I had a co-host and we kind of bounced back and forth off of each other. I had to watch some shows and learn about the shows and the characters and Mm -hmm. what just, it's a lot of research that goes into it. Mm -hmm. People don't realize when you're on camera and you're hosting there's a lot of research and a lot of background you have to do. I'm sure you mm-hmm. know. I mean, you have a whole yeah. thing you have prepped. But it's not just showing up and mm-hmm. interviewing people. Even, like, I always try and listen to, like, every podcast that you've already been on. So it's not, like, the exact same oh, questions. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like it gets boring right. after, like, if Hearing someone was, shit. like, a big fan of you, right. like, they're going to want to listen to something new that Here's you haven't said different. before. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's also, it's kind of like when you're remembering stuff for a test. Right. Or like a quiz, you're like trying to remember stuff. Like with hosting, I'm like always like, wait, what was that? What yeah, was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you know, what show were they on? Or like, what year was that? Little like fun facts you have that, to remember. That was something I always remembered because I hated school and I hated studying. Uh-huh. And the one thing my dad always told me when I was growing up and studying was, learn it, don't remember it. Yeah, <clears throat> which is always helpful because if you're just remembering, it's gonna like fade to the back of your brain, and mm-hmm. you're not gonna. If you're like learning it and reading about it and finding out other things, it'll all tie together and you'll have a better time mm-hmm. when it, when the time comes. Absolutely. Um, I think that you, if and when you, or I should say when you do have your show, it's gonna be so easy for you to get guests because you have like a plethora 
of people in your life you know that are like so interesting. I will say that's the hardest thing with the e-show we've had so far. Really? Because like celebrities are so damn busy. I don't know how it's been yeah. for you, but everyone, it is hard. everyone has their own life, their own schedule. We've had cancellations. It's difficult. Getting celebrities is one of the hardest things. So even for my podcast, I don't know how guest driven it's going to be. It might just be me and a co-host on a topic weekly and maybe once that. in a while have a guest. Mm-hmm. I just know how hard it is. Yeah. It is. With the E! Show, are you booking the guests? I booked some of the guests, but E! has done a great job. Of, okay, how of did you book guests. the guests? Just friends. Oh, just having it. people come on, connect them with the network, and mm-hmm. have them come on the show. Wow. Who would be like your dream guest on the Drive show? I think Elon Musk. Oh, that would be crazy. Right? Then the test. Yeah. Right? Oh, my like, God. Like yeah. Getting, it's a, it gets a little bit away from like the E! audience. Uh-huh. But Elon is maybe the, one of the most popular people uh-huh. in the world, I, I would have to say. Also, like, I feel like the most, like, interesting. Right. Yeah. That would be crazy crazy Also, on top of that, the car collection. I I, I don't think anyone knows what that guy has. He probably has stuff that just isn't even invented yet. 100%. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He probably has, like, I know Nelk had him on, but I think that's one of the very few people that have had him on a show or a podcast. They get crazy guests. Crazy guests. They do uh, an incredible job getting guests. I don't know how, genuinely. They got Trump. Yeah. It's insane. (laughs) And it got taken down. I uh, saw that. Same with um, they got Caitlyn Jenner, which was so cool. Got I, taken down? No, no, no. no. Didn't oh, okay, get taken okay, down. Okay. But like, I was like, I don't. I've never seen her on a podcast. I could get Caitlyn. Oh, do Caitlyn? Should I do Caitlyn? Yes. I bet she has a fantastic car Wait, collection. I need. Let me write that down because that's actually a good one. I'm glad you said that. Is have you guys sold Caitlyn a house before? Um, our families are so. Um, <clears throat> hold on. Let me just write this down so I remember. Guys, you heard it here first. Watch out for Austin's episode with Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. Um, <clears throat> our family's actually pretty close with their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sisters went to the same, or my sister went to the same middle school as them. So they oh, used wow. to like carpool to school. Oh my gosh, so fun. Way back in the day. My brother's also best friends with Brody Jenner. So there's been a lot of like close ties in the family. You should so do Caitlyn. I bet I she I just has... texted my brother and I said I need Caitlyn. I bet she has like the coolest random car collection. For sure. And right? probably really cool stuff to say for the show. Yes. Yeah, I need that. Wow. I really need I, that. Yeah, and you can give me credits in the show. I will give you credit. Show. I will yeah. give you credit. 100% I'll give you credit. <laughs> Whoa. I can't, I can't promise they're going to include it, but I will give you yeah, credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you had on the show so far that you were like really impressed by? Just like their overall presence, hanging out with them. like. Yeah, I, I think honestly, Jason Derulo was a really good guest for us. And just the amount of things that Jason does outside of music mm-hmm. to stay popular and stay relevant is incredible. Because 99% of his time is filming content outside of his music. What he's done on TikTok is mind boggling. It's insane. Mm-hmm. His music pops off mainly because of TikTok. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I think it's a good example for anyone that's making music out there today. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you need to be big on TikTok. Like, no, that's it's not what's e- important. It's almost necessary or like a necessity. It is, 100%. Uh, even, what was the song we were just talking about? I'm good. And yeah, I'm, oh my God. Yeah, like that would not oh, be big. Oh, that's the number one reason. TikTok. Oh, 100%. It's crazy. Well, they it, kept teasing it and teasing it. And the other song that did that was First Class. Yes. I think everyone was a little let down on that one, but. Yes. I was a little let down. No, no, I know what you mean, though. Even, like, I feel like Fergie has, like, wanted to get back into the space because of that song. Oh, she's, like, going out on stage with yeah, him now. Yeah, She's taking full advantage she of that. She is. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, he... Uh, I remember when he started the TikToks and started collabing with the TikTokers. I was like, this guy's smart. Very smart. Yeah. He collabs with everyone. Oh, I know. <laughs> everyone. It's insane. He, like, went on vacation in Mykonos or something, like on a vacation and was collabing with people there. I'm like, <laughs> dude, chill. Like, take a day. He's smart. Yeah, he's really smart. Um, what was he like just hanging out with him, just like off camera? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We, uh, I, I text him now. He's super cool. We're, I could see you guys like, being like friends. He's, he's a very, very nice, genuine person. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, okay, I want to talk a little bit about the rest of your network of people because this is like the one thing that really impresses me about you. Well, not the one thing, but you know what I mean? Like, this, <laughs> this is the, the one only thing, thing that... <laughs> Everything else, not impressed. <laughs> no, um, it just stands out. You like genuinely, uh, you remind me of kind of being like a floater. Like you, 
you know everyone in all different types of groups. You don't care who they are. Like you're you're so nice to people. Um, I feel like it's not phony. Um, you follow up. You I don't know. It's just like even my relationship with you. Like I met you at Craig's, and it's like now it's like I can randomly text you out of anywhere. And I know you won't be weird. I don't know. It's just like it's 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 stupid, but like that's how LA is sometimes. I don't. It's it's almost like a gift and a curse because when I was growing up, my mom was always on me about being a good person. Like mm-hmm. that was her number one thing. My mom, my grandma, mm-hmm. that was always her number one thing. And since I was a kid, she always said the smallest thing can make a huge difference. Mm. And listen, we live in a crazy world. There's only so much you can do to help people in this world. Mm-hmm. If it's so much as saying hi to someone or waving to some, even if I see someone in public who I think might be having a bad day mm-hmm. or is struggling or is, you know, what whatever the case might be, may be, mm-hmm. I'll say hi or introduce myself or talk to them because if you really can do something that minor to make that big of a difference, mm-hmm. it's so easy and it makes such a big difference. And... It I does started, make a huge start, difference. Right. I started to realize as you get older, like buying things for myself is fun. Buying things for other people is more fun. Seeing the smile on their face. Like mm-hmm. it just, it's such a, makes such a bigger difference in your life. And so mm. I kind of carried that on forever. And the one flaw I would say that I think I have for myself, just because it drives me crazy, is I want everyone to like me. Me too. And I'm just too concerned about it always. I'm like, did I? say the wrong thing that I mm-hmm. I want everyone to like me mm-hmm. and I don't like it when people don't that's the hardest thing about social is you're always going to have people kind of shitting on mm-hmm. you no matter what you do um, but you kind of just have to take it in stride and just know that there's going to be people that for whatever reason aren't going to get along usually it's too like out of insecurity like they wish they were you and they're commenting mean stuff maybe yeah usually but it, it's definitely a gift and a curse like I you know, I love to make friends and I love to meet new people, but sometimes I think I worry too much. Yeah. <laughs> You're like overthinking. Yeah. Like when like people se- text me back, I'm like pretty quick to text back if I can. How do you make such good relationships or like long lasting relationships with like specifically these high profile people where I feel like it's hard to get in their circle? Right. Um, like, I would say the biggest thing that I've learned is to be one person away. And so when I say that, it's like, if you were to meet uh, Elon Musk, let's mm-hmm. say just for example, because we were talking about him. If I were to DM, DM Elon Musk or walk up to Elon Musk and it randomly and just walk up to him, mm-hmm. you're not that likely to keep a relationship with him. If you have a mutual friend that's friends and you go to an event and you're together and they introduce you and mm-hmm. you're all kind of hanging, talking together, you have way more opportunity because they now feel more comfortable around you because they know. That's good advice. Person. That's just what I found. Sometimes I'll still go up to people randomly. Yeah. But I always find ways to connect to people on something that I know that we have some sort of connection or passion to. So whether it's basketball or music or food, that's why I try to like be so involved in everything Mm. is because you can relate to people on different levels. You find a common denominator. Not everyone loves basketball, but everyone loves food or Mm. everyone loves music or everyone loves. So you can relate to people on different levels. Mm hmm. That is so interesting. I, I'm even thinking about like when I met you randomly at Craig's through Greg. This is so, like all the Craig and Greg names. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I would not have met you to begin with without obviously Greg being there. Right. But I don't know that I would have even like maintained the relationship without Greg being right. there because I'd be like, right. oh, hi. Like, right. Just another You know what I mean? Like person. why would we hang yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, well, and Greg. Love Greg. Great dude. Just honestly, I've met a lot of really good people through him, and I know that people are good people because he's a good person. Yeah. That makes sense. He also, like, I remember when he, um, it's kind of nice when someone gives you, like, they preface the person. So, like, for me, yes. he was like, oh, my friend Austin's here. Like, TK, you'll really bond with him because he's into basketball and, like, you, you know, whatever. So, like, having that too is, like, a good thing. I like the one person away. Yeah. Interesting. One person away. Okay. And some sort of connection. If there's any sort of connection, like you said, like, oh, he likes basketball, we like basketball. Yeah, you can talk about that. Also another good. What about, like, do you have any tips or tricks, like, after you meet something, like, let's say you meet um, Elon or, like, LeBron or something, like, at a party through a mutual friend. How do you, like, maintain that? Like, are you doing a follow-up DM? Yeah. Are you getting the number? Or are you waiting till the next time you see them? Like, I, how do you... Yeah, so usually what I'll do is I'll, like, for a lot of the e-shows, the people that I meet, I'll say, hey, at the end of the, you know, at the... 
between the show, like outside of the lines when we're not filming, mm-hmm. we're having conversation about mutual Everything. friends or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. And then after, when right before I leave, I'm like, hey, you know, what's your number? Let's, whatever the connection may be, mm-hmm. let's play basketball, let's do this, let's do that. Let's go get those burgers. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next day, day later, later that day, whatever it may be, I'll mm-hmm. text them and say, you know, great meeting you. Mm-hmm. And just so you kind of keep that connection, keep that tie, because otherwise... If you don't do that or keep that connection, it'll just fall out. It really is a dance. Yeah. Like there's an art to it. For sure. Um, It's kind of like dating, like Loki. You're like, oh, should I text the next day? Right, right, (laughs) right. 100%. Yeah. What are your big like no-nos? Like obviously like don't be weird. But like are there like random little things that people do here and there that you're like, don't do that? I just think like. That make people uncomfortable. Maybe some like a little bit of invasive um, or aggression or maybe too much like contact too much texting kind of like you were talking about like dating like if you're dating someone you're not going to text them over and over again (laughs) five times a day or you know you'll check in with them every so often or if you see something a congrats or yeah you know something that you have to show them that you care about them Mm -hmm. as well you know you have to have someone feel like you're not just trying to like mooch right Mm -hmm. exactly so Paying attention to what they also have going on in their life, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. I always feel like making, well, obviously, the common de- making the connection or common denominator, but also making it like personal, not that work related, like right. uh, bonding over like your hometowns or like right. I, I don't know, talking about family or something that like makes it stand out. And they really have to think versus yeah. like them going on their like. Yeah, so I went on. I went to this game right. or whatever. Like there, I feel like people get in their being autopilot. Being yeah. memorable, yeah. They get they meet a lot of people. I mean, yeah. a lot of people. I luckily I'm pretty good with. I'm horrible with names, but I'm really good with faces. Yeah. And so, if I see someone, whether it's the janitor or the you know whatever it might be, mm-hmm. I'll say hi. Like, yeah. I'm for sure, say if I remember your face, <laughs> I will. I'll be like, don't I know you from? Me too. Da-da-da. I'm that girl that's like, if someone I've met them once, I'm like, hi. They're yeah. like, I don't remember you. I'm like, yeah, you do. We met at blah blah blah. I'll remind you. I'm that girl. But it's I don't know. It works sometimes. No, you yeah. 100. I feel like otherwise it. we won't talk. It's right. weird. Um, okay, now that you have the number, you've texted the follow up text. How do you like end up? Going to dinner, like meeting at the club. Like, you're so good at this. I, I want to break it down. Yeah, I, I, it depends on the person. Um, usually, I think the biggest thing that helps me is just being out there. Because if you're out there, a lot of the times, all these other people are also out there. Mm. So if you're going to dinners or you're going to events or clubs or whatever, clubs to me, bars, clubs, whatever you want to call it, are such a good one because not only are you seeing someone in a like intimate setting, mm. but you're also like out of your comfort zone. You're also like drinking, which takes you out of like being so chill. stiff. Yeah. It's more chill. You're having a good time. You're taking shots together, whatever the case may be. It just makes both of you more comfortable and allows mm. for a more uh, intimate relationship. Yeah. It's so interesting because I feel like most people wouldn't say that, yeah. but it's like, it is low key true. It's like, even it's, if it's hard to talk in a club because it's loud, yeah. you're still creating some sort of bond mm-hmm. by listening to music, dancing, or, or drinking, mm-hmm. or uh, not that I'm promoting excessive drinking. But, <laughs> but also, it, 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 is, help. <laughs> it is intimate in the sense that you like really have to lean in, talk into the ear. Right, right, like, you know what right. I mean? Like You're screaming, right. you're doing a little pat of the shoulder because you need to you know, get over here, I need to talk to you. That kind of thing. There is something to be said about relationships and touch and feel. Yeah. And that. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you're in the club, I, I wanted to ask this because you're DJing and you're at the club all the time, but also you're like waking up and working out. I'm like, how do you maintain it all? Are you always drinking a lot every time you're out? I definitely drink when I'm out. Okay. Um, sometimes less than others. Sometimes... I know some DJs like they're like, oh, I don't drink. I act like I do though. We don't DJ enough. For that. So oh, like okay. I try to put a limit on it for that reason. Uh, I try to put a limit on it where I'm like, I still need to be able to function and move and work and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I try to do keep uh, like New York. We did a lot. <laughs> That's why I'm I have half a brain right now. But I do try to put a limit on it. And sometimes if I'm like out on a Wednesday, because sometimes we DJ on Wednesdays or Thursdays, I'll drink way less than I normally would on a weekend. And what are you drinking? Are you like being strategic, like no sugar? <clears throat> no, I, uh, it's usually just tequila, te- tequila soda. 
Okay, so it's pretty plain Jane. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And then are you in the morning, like when you're DJing at night, do you give yourself, like, do you sleep in or are you still waking up still, whatever? Yes, I will give myself an extra hour or two for sure. Okay. If we DJ, because I'm going to bed usually like three. Club ends at two. It's pretty we'll crazy. Go to bed at three and then I'll wake up at like nine usually. I usually wow. wake up like 7.38. I'll probably do nine. How do you like stay so healthy at the same time? Um, you do a really good job of balancing it's it hard. both. It's, it's, it is hard. It's really hard. That's the hardest part about DJing and drinking and uh-huh, doing all that stuff. It's so, is, out. It's so late. Well, and at the end of the night, so, so you're not so drunk in the morning, it helps to eat. It's just... It's, and you want to like... You normally during the week, I'll do like... I fast in the morning. I'll do coffee in the morning. I'll do a salad for lunch. And then I'll do something reasonable for dinner. Mm-hmm. And weekends, I go bananas. Okay. <laughs> What's weekends, going I just, bananas? I just lose it all. I, it's just, That's me too. I don't know. It's everything. Postmating. Pancakes. Postmating. Okay. The whole, yeah, the whole Brunch. Thing. Weekends, I lose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite brunch spot in LA? Probably SOL on Melrose. Oh, I've there? never been. Oh, oh my you gosh. Go you have so many recommendations. Good spots. SOL. Okay. It's like kind of low key, but also like kind of trendy. Got good it. food. Okay. A little pricey, but it's good. Where can everyone go watch you DJ? Uh, we play at Hyde in LA. We play at Doheny Room in LA. Mm-hmm. We're actually DJing twice this week. We're playing... Uh, poppy country night Wednesday, <gasps> which oh you should come God. to. I should. Go. Have you been to that yet? No, no been to that yet. And I want to, but it's Wednesday is so I know. hard. I know it's hard. We're doing back to back Wednesday and then Thursday at Doheny Room. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Wednesday's country night. Wednesday's country night. What's your go to like country song to play? Chicken Fried is probably one of them. Banger, absolute banger. We went to Stagecoach together. So, yes. You know, yeah. We were getting our We know, we know the country. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say number one song is Before He Cheats. What do you think of Carrie Underwood at Stagecoach? Unbelievable. I think she was one of the Un- top five performers I've ever seen live. Dead really? ass. Dead ass. She's a queen for sure. I didn't know she was in shape like that either. She's her in crazy. Her, she's in crazy shape. <laughs> Talk about being in shape. Her legs are more chiseled than like... Anything I've ever seen in my life. I didn't know Carrie Underwood is this hot. It's crazy. Come to some more Carrie Underwood shows. Yeah. She goes, they like started it off with like the football. um, Yes. Fox. Yeah. I was like, am I going to pass out? Like, this is so cool. It was so good. And her legs, she like came out of the. And her outfits. She was killing it. Rhinestones. Yeah, she was killing it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was blown away. Okay. So before he cheats. We play that song everywhere. That's like our last song pretty much everywhere. So so yeah. good. That's my karaoke song. Unwritten. That's our another one we play. Hide. Yeah. It's like a carryover mm-hmm. to, you know, country a little bit. It's like okay. It's I kind of it's It's like country It's sing along. Rock. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun night. Um what about do you guys ever do a little Luke Bryan? Of course. Okay. All all the Luke Bryan. Um we play um honestly we play everything. We really do. Okay, play I oldies, need to go. We play new ones. I need to go. Zach Brown Band is actually performing um, in LA relatively soon. I think. Really? Yeah, I know. I'm like trying to go. Yeah, I have to hit that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who just did Staples? He he was there last night and the night before. Um, oh. I have no brain. Wait, wasn't it Michael Bublé? Oh, oh no, no, Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Yeah, Michael Bublé was on Friday. Was he? <laughs> yeah, I think I so. I would have gone to that too. I know. Dang it. <laughs> I love Michael Bublé. And Morgan Wallen. I was actually really sad I didn't. I love his music. Damn it, I would have gone to that. I know. I didn't know. I know. Um, did you see that The weekend had to cancel his show because of his voice? So far, so sad. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Happy I didn't go to that. <laughs> I know. That would have been really such a bummer. We also had Kane Brown on the car show, who's, who's oh, awesome. Oh, that's sick. We play Kane Brown, too. Well, he's, he's Super performing nice guy. at um, Stagecoach. Yes, he's headlining. I should get him on my show. I need a finesse. We can work on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you Caitlin. You know, <laughs> you can. <laughs> that's a fair trade, I guess. Okay. Anyway, Austin, um, this has been awesome. I'm so impressed by you and everything Thanks. that you do. And I'm so excited for your future show i appreciate it because well, i it's do want to say i'm very happy i came on i love tk she's <laughs> she's one of my favorites and you thank are you. very good at being a podcast host oh, thank i'm you. very impressed by your research oh really yeah i'm very impressed well i did listen to pretty much every podcast you've ever been on All right. All right. <laughs> i've been on like two but no okay. the one the one i've heard the story about your mom oh you heard that yeah. one damn it mm-hmm. sorry no it's okay it's a good story it is a good story anyway where can everyone follow you show up to your shows yep. and everything uh at austin j mills on most socials austin mills on youtube um shows you're just gonna have to follow us on instagram keep an eye out Couple on instagram yeah. mills and rello mills and rello mm-hmm. on uh for our dj page yeah. mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And be sure to request Hannah Montana when he's playing. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so annoying when you girls can request? request? It. You can request him. I'm We're not going to play. Is that so annoying when people come up and request? Yeah. So like low key, my partner and I have this thing where we do... I have a DJ partner. Mm-hmm. We're Mills and Rallo. Mills and Rallo. Uh, DJ partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> we do this thing where they're dating. <laughs> we do this thing where if someone, like, let's say I'm DJing and mm-hmm. someone is requesting something from him, he'll listen to the request and then he'll lean over to me and say, "Shake your head, no," and I'll look at him and I'll be like, "No." Oh, and that's he'll smart. tell them like, "Oh, we don't have it." <laughs> Yeah, you guys do say that. You're like, we don't have it. I'm like, look it up on Spotify. <laughs> well, technically, most... You, you have a set. You can't, well, technically, you can't play songs that aren't, like, in your... Because we play off a DJ program. Oh. So unless you have, like, an aux cord. Wait, which what's your DJ program? It's called Serato. It's, like, what all the DJs use. Okay. Um, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they're always like, we don't have it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I have it. <laughs> I don't have any songs you request. <laughs> Anyway, um, follow him. Follow the DJ account. Show up to one of his shows. They're actually really good and really fun. And they play the song, the music that you actually want to hear. They don't play like the weird shit. Yes. Seriously. No weird shit. Um, And I will be hiring them for my future parties. Yes. Immediately, yes. Okay, so yeah, go follow him and be sure to make someone's day this week. Love y'all.